Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be looking ahead to the weekend's action in the all-county football leagues. As um, It's a very, very busy weekend. Some teams with, with double fixtures over the four days of, of this weekend to look ahead to all the action and give our predictions. Delighted to be joined by the sports editor of the Anglo-Celt, Paul Fitzpatrick. Um, there was a few games last week, Paul, um, teams catching up. I might just run through them really quick if I can pull them up. I know in, in Division 3 um, let me see, was there any in Division 3? There was two games in Division 3. Kilishandra were beaten by Den and Mount Nugent were beaten by Drumgoon by a point. Uh, Den seemed to be absolutely flying in the in the Kite Power Tech All-County Football League Division 3 4-17 to 1 goal and 6 um, Drumgoon getting the better of Mount Nugent by a single point over in Mount Nugent. That's a good win for Drumgoon, and and they're they're going rightly four wins from four for both them and for Den. So yeah, Conor uh, Mina was back was back in there. Then I mean, he scored he scored three points from centre back in that game. Um, close game all the way through. Kieran Caffrey is back in the Mount Nugent team. He's he's top scorer of five points. Uh, Shane Smith got three points. So but very little in that. Um, obviously, as the scoreline will tell you, um, Johnny McCabe was the was the hero for Arva. He came up with a late score, uh, to get them a draw against Castleran, twelve points to one nine in that game. Tristan Hoffman got four points. Johnny got three. Uh, Kevin Boucher got three. Barry Donnelly got a point. On the Castleran team, Cormac Daly had a great game. In the middle of the field scored one three. Uh, Cor- Keen McCabe had four points. Carrick Cosgrave with a point as well. Fergus Flanagan was back in on the edge of the square as well. For Castlerahan, so um, didn't hear very much about too many other of the games. Um, I don't think. Yeah, in Division Two, Kings Court and the Gales, obviously, but that was two understrength teams. Um, like Barry Riley and Keane Shecklin got the last two points to get a draw for for the Stars in that game. Peter Corrigan got got one one in the middle of the field, and um, both teams understrength, I suppose. John Fortune was lined out a full forward. Actually, whether he played there, I don't know. Normally be full back. Um, He's been known to get a goal or two. Yeah, well, it was the last year he got a goal three games in a row or something like that. That's right, something crazy. Uh, so yeah, maybe definitely Jason is experimenting with with players in positions because he has um, he had favour Shehu in a corner back um, when they played Gauna and Emmanuel Shehu seems to be lining out at wing half back and both seem to be working out quite well. So he's definitely. Um, Shuffling the deck a good bit there in terms of positional, um, st- structure in the team. So it's it's an interesting one there. But 
Stephen Murray was named in the team, Damien. Is that is that correct? Maybe Stephen's home, is he? Maybe. If he would, that's a big addition to Calvin Gale, isn't it? Yeah, we'll have to find that out. He was definitely named in the team in the half-back line. Okay, okay. Whether he's home for a long time or home for a, a good time, that could be <laughs> that could be the difference in, in, in Calvin Gale's or, or, or how we perceive Calvin Gale's. In Division 2, then, Cuhullin's, uh comfortably got the better of Drummolee 317 to, to 7 points. I think Niall McGee had a, had a breakout game here. I think he was he was unmarkable, but the Cuhullins forward line, Evan Dowie, um uh Brian McGee, Niall McGee, um all seem to be causing causing a lot of problems for, for Drummolee. So that's a, a big, big win up in up in Muller. Um Shercock were beaten by Drumlane to eleven to eight points over in O'Hagan Park and Shercock Corner Fane were bettered by Coot Hill. 217 to 15 points and Bailiborough were beaten by a single point by Butler's Bridge 210 to 1 goal and 12 up in St. Anne's Park in, in Bailiborough so um, just to run quickly through the, the league tables before we get into the predictions on it Calvin Gales are sitting on top of Division 1 four games played three wins and a draw seven points under a belt Lara can toppled them from the top of the table they've got a game in hand in second place with six points from their three games then down at the bottom end Lacken are the only team without a point to their name and they're taking on Arva who have a single point from their four games and Castle Rahan have a single point from their three games with Kiligari, um a single win which came against Balanya um, close in behind along with Gauna two points from their three games as well so wouldn't have been anticipated Gauna would be at the bottom end of it but they'll uh, they'll no doubt pull it together in time in Division 2 the Wilton Waste Old County Football League Division 2 Lavi sitting on top four wins from four Cuhill sitting right beside them with the same uh, wins from four games and then down at the bottom end it's Shercock and Bailiborough with no wins from four games in Division 2 they've all fixtures up to date all teams have four games played and then in the Kite Power Tech All County Football League Division 3 it's Den and Drumgoon as we mentioned sitting on top four wins from four games then down at the bottom end it's no wins from three games for both Mahara and Kildallan Corla with one win from four games while Kilishandra have one win from their three games as do Red Hills and Shannon Gales um as well. So it's uh still early doors and this weekend should see the return of county players across the board. You'd imagine I haven't heard it confirmed or denied um that county players will be playing, but I'd be very, very surprised if they're not released for this weekend's fixtures. But Mickey Graham said it after the after the game last weekend that that they would go back to their clubs. So yeah. uh, I imagine they will, yeah. So we start off with tonight's fixtures in the Romar Energy All-County Football League Division 1. Kingscourt are hosting Castle Rahan um, up in O'Reilly Park. 7pm throw-in. Barry McMenamin was the referee here. Thursday evening games can be uh, a, a strange one to try to prepare for, but Kingscourt at home, I, I fancy them on this one. Yeah, I I had it on good authority that Jordan Morris was going to be playing. Uh, so the, the Mead boys must be allowed to hit their clubs this again. So uh, he'd make a big difference there, I'd say, you'd have to imagine. I'm going to go with Kingscourt as well. I know Kasserahan have a stag this weekend in, in Leeds or someplace like that, um, which is why the games we play tonight, I presume. Uh, so I'm going to go with I'm going to go with, with Kingscourt. Both teams drew last again, but yeah, I'll go with you in Kingscourt. Yeah, Kasserahan, um 
probably need to need to be starting picking up points. I don't think they'll they'll want to go go down again, but um don't I don't see it that they'll get it against Kings Court this weekend. Crushalaw at quarter past seven will host uh Balanya with Mickey Lee, the referee, out in Kinalek. Um Crushalaw with county players available now, some of them crying out for game time. I I, I fear for Balanya in this one. I have Crushlaw on my last man standing this again, Damien. I don't know who you went for. I went for Kingscourt. You went for Kingscourt, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you must have used up Crushlaw before, did you? Or are you very confident about, about Kingscourt? I think I'm holding back on, on Crushlaw. I don't think I've used it before. Cute. I, yeah, between last man standings and then the 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 Castle Rahan last man standing as well, I, I just I, I have no memory of what I picked last between that and then the predictions that we do on the podcast. It's very hard to keep a, a memory of it, but I don't think I've picked Crush Laws yet. I, I think that'll come down to a, a week when everybody else is hoping that there is a team available. I'm 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 holding a big gun in reserve. Yeah, I think we're both going to go for Crush Law then tonight. Be interested to see the star if he play like the. I think it's pretty well established that he wasn't just a hundred percent fit last again, so maybe he won't he won't play for his club tonight. Yeah, maybe maybe the few weeks off, or 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 then the reverse of that is that maybe it was just lack of match practice and match trainings that he needed to he needs to get under his belt. Um, so it'll be very interesting. But I think if if Krushla have uh, have a full tilt or even close to a full tilt side there. They're going to be so so hard bet, um, up in up in Crushlaw by Balanya, but Balanya, I don't think I I think this is a a free shot for Balanya, which is often a a nice position to be going in. If they if they come close, it's a bonus really. I think, um, from a Balanya point of view in this one, and that could be played back to me next week if Balanya go and get a win as if the the beaten Rammer in Kingscourt. So. They'd have been happy with that before the league started that they get wins in those two games in their first four. But uh, when the county players start to come back, like Balanya have nobody on the county at the minute, bar Evan Finnegan. Uh, so the only one man to come back, whereas like they're playing a team tonight that's bringing back six or seven. Yeah, yeah. We actually should do our power rankings, club power rankings, some some stage. So we will, yeah, we'll, we'll have time in the next few weeks. Yeah, I was thinking the. Uh... Uh, uh, yeah, my power rankings. There, there's, there's one sitting out in front at the minute, and I think that they're playing Balignac tonight. <laughs> um, okay, moving on to Friday night in the Romar Energy All County Football League. It's Lara hosting Bally Hayes, seven p.m. throw-in out in Stradone. Noel Mooney's the referee. This one mightn't be that straightforward. Yeah, it's, it's tricky. Like I was looking at the table, I would have without looking at the table, I would have thought Bally Hayes were doing better, but. Um, they were beaten by a point by Rammer the first day, <clears throat> beaten by a point by Kingsford the second day, uh, hit five goals and beaten Narva, and then drew with Garner. So like, they've only got three points from the four games. They're sitting in eighth, but really they've they've played three strong clubs and they've been very close there, losing two games by a point and drawing a game. So it's just hard to know exactly where Ballyhays are at, but I'd say they're probably not far off it. Um. Or is Lara, yeah. Lara looking very strong. Lara have only played the three though. And like they played Lacking the first they played Balanya, uh Lacking and did a good win now against Casaran, but Bally Hayes could trouble them there tonight. Um or tomorrow night. I, I might call Bally Hayes for the away win here. Yeah. 
I'm I, I I'm not sure on this one. I think this is going to be very close because Kevin Tierney still isn't back for for Bally Hayes. Um, he's taking a bit of a break or a bit of time out now. I'm not sure if it's even confirmed that he's going to be back for them. Um, I think Brian O'Rourke is is troubled with a bit of an injury. That will he be fit to play this weekend? Um, I presume. Gary O'Rourke is okay for goals, but I'm not 100% sure of it. So I don't think Ballyhays are at full tilt. Um, Jack McKenna was togged out at the weekend, so he should be all right for, for Lara. And they seem to have a bit more consistency about their starting team at the moment than, than Ballyhays have. Um, I think I'm going to go with Lara. But again, it's 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 a toss of a coin, if I'm being honest. I, I, I couldn't comfortably say that Lara will win this one. So... It'll it'll be very close. In fact, this let me look through the rest of them. This is probably the game of the weekend. It or Arva lacking. Um, although Ram or Calvin Gales, actually, there's a few good games. There is quite a few good games in that division one. Um, but yeah, no, I'll go with Lara for the home win. Um, on Sunday then, at six, sorry, Saturday evening at six thirty, in Fair Park, Bally James Duff Castleran are taking on Gauna. Um, Gauna pretty much at full tilt, although did Ushian Pearson pick up another injury? He's got such a bad look of 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 injury over the last four or five years. Like think back to twenty twenty and he was coming in and out through injury all the time with the county team. And I think I heard he went off injured in the last game that the that Gowner played as well. So um but Gowner won't be too far off full tilt this weekend. Yeah, they won't. I just have to realise now that they're the cast ran about again Saturday evening. I was saying they're playing Kingsford obviously because there's a stag on. So yeah. If my information is correct, Cast are gonna be down a good few bodies, so uh I'm gonna to have to go for Garner. Maybe I've got that wrong, but I'm gonna to have to go for Garner. Yeah, don't be don't don't be sending people to Leeds where there might not be a Castleran stag. You know, just people <laughs> book a flight just on the on the off chance that they're running into some of them Castleran boys for the crack. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, I'll go with Gowner for the away win. Killigarry hosting Mullahorn at the same time in the Athletic Grounds in Crubany. Um Killigarry was it a surprise, Connor Smith? What again, I was away, so seeing the program I didn't get a program. Was Connor Smith named on the twenty six? Connor Smith was on the twenty six last weekend, yeah, he was. Didn't get game time. And Martin mm. Riley was on the twenty six as well. Yeah. Um, so they'll both be back in and Keen. well sorry Keen Riley wasn't on the 26 but no. um, will be available you'd imagine all of those with Killian the Gunner back in from Mullahorn it still tilts it towards Killigarry does it? I'm going with Killigarry in this one as well Damon actually yeah I, just looking at the Tremlane last man standing <laughs> and the the uh, the Kassaran game is not on it because that's a that must be uh, again. It was supposed to be played before now, wasn't that it? That's okay. actually not on the Drumlin list, yeah. Because to be it's honest, it's a round two game. It's a yeah. reference game, yeah. Yeah, I would have, I would have gone for <clears throat> Garner there for my last man standing, knowing, knowing this info about about Castran, But there you go. Yeah, I'm going to go Killigarry as well. It'd be good to see now. I'm looking forward to seeing Killigarry this year. Obviously, with, with Terry Highland over them, uh, to see to see what he can do with them. Like it's a tricky job to take because the. They were in the first final last year, so kind of when you get to a final for the first time, what delineates really progress? Like it's it's winning the championship, really, if you're to look at it like that. Um, yeah. So yes. that, 
And yet, and yet you, go, you go around the county, you won't find too many tipping Caligari to win the championship. No, that, that's what I was just going to say. Is is it? There's there's more of a general perception that that was ahead of schedule for Caligari to make that county final. You know, so I don't think there's a huge expectation for Caligari to get back to the county final, which will probably suit them rightly. They'll they'll be disappointed that people are are not putting them into that bracket. So it's a, it's an interesting one for them. I don't think it's 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 going to be that easy to get back to the county final. I think it'll 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 be a difficult difficult hill for Caligari to climb. But they're definitely a club with a load of ambition and 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 lots of underage attacking talent coming through. Anyway, uh, from Mullahorn, um, they've shown character and and they've shown that they're they're doing rightly in Division One. Where are they now? It was two games or three games played, four games played. Have them all yeah, they're, they're they're sixth. They've two wins uh, from their from the first three games. They've only got the three played, so they're not doing too bad. Obviously, Liam Wilson played well the last day. Um, they had a big win over over Arva. They lost by three points to Kingscourt, and they beat Lacken by a point. So it's not exactly an unbelievable um, line of form that they have coming into it, but. They're usually hard beaten, but I I I'd give Kiligary the nod here. Even though Mullahorn have a decent record against Kiligary, um, yeah. but but I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Kiligary the nod. Yeah, it'll be just interesting on matchups. Who who have Mullahorn got to take care of the Kiligary attack? And if Mullahorn can nullify the Kiligary attack, they probably have enough enough up front to cause the Kiligary defence a little bit of problem as well. So. Mm. That could be a good game to, to get to um on Saturday evening. Actually, sure your boys anytime your boys come in around Calvin Terry, you'd have to go and see them. <laughs> Which one of my boys? <laughs> is is it Killing Care, Mullahorn, Drummolly, or or Calvin Gibbs <laughs> last year? I don't know which are my boys. <laughs> Um, okay, Rammer United hosting Calvin Gales, my boys in uh, in Dolan Park on six. <laughs> that's my that's my boys. That's your boys against my boys. <laughs> Red Hills are your boys, though, are not? No, not anymore. They were, they, they were when they were good. Yeah. And Killigarry, you, you, you love so many of the Killigarry boys as well. And yeah. That as well. So, yeah, a lot, a lot of boys about. Um, How do you see this one going? This is... I'm calling the draw on this one. Uh, oh, it's a huge call. It's a double pointer. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be. I I think but, um, the Gales are going well, to be fair. Um, and that, like, they had a great win against... Against Garner in particular, and that was a, a Garner team. Okay, missing five or six county players, but still, uh, what was it? Thirteen lads that got game time in the county final. Yeah, they played really well the first half against Arva, and then Arva came back at them. Um, they had an eight point win against Kiligary, and then that draw against Kingscourt last weekend. So Gales are Gales are tipping along there nicely, but um, I don't see the Gales. They love this now, but I don't see the Gales as major contenders for the senior championship this year. I just can't see it. I know they have grown to come back into the team, but um, I just can't see it. And I, I wonder about Rammer too, because they seem to be down a lot of bodies and uh, they were particularly blunt mm-hmm. up front last year as well. So uh, they have brought in some of the, their last year's minor players, but it's a big step up to, to Division 1 and it'll be an even bigger step up to senior championship football. But yeah, neither side are. I don't think are at full tilt. Um, so for that reason, I'm going for the draw, and it's always tight between them. And there's no love lost with the Gales and Ramer either. So, um, I'll definitely go to this game. I'll be in the neutral area. I won't be in the Ramer end. 
the Gales always, or, or, or up until the last couple of years anyway, felt that Rammer would never win a championship by beating Cavan Gales. They, they they had that sort of just stubborn belief that, mm. you know, Rammer only won a championship if, if they didn't beat us or meet us, I mean. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I'm sure in Rammer is they're aware of and it'll stick in their throat. But I I I honestly think this is going to be a real interesting one. But who have Rammer got to stop Grode McKernan on Saturday evening? Um I, I, I'm not too sure that they have somebody at the it'll be good. It'll be good to see. Like I don't think he's he's exactly jumping out of his skin now at the same time. He's not in the kind of form we saw him in at full forward last year. Like Brian O'Connell's not there at the minute. Damien Barkey's not there. A lot of those leaders of the of the Rammer team aren't there. And the um, man markers that can nullify Agarold McKeown and Chet threat. Yeah, that's it. So I'm gonna yeah. go to Gales, which will surprise you. <laughs> well, I, I'm stunned. Well, I'm going to go with Rammer, which, or sorry, I'm going to go with the draw. But what my heart says, Rammer, Damien. It wouldn't be like I'm, you to pick two out of the three. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking, obviously. It's going to be, that's going to be an interesting game. It always reminds yeah. whenever that fixture comes up in Dolan Park, it reminds me of a, a game a couple of years ago where the referee got the score wrong. And uh, <laughs> that's right. It, it went down as a draw. And in actual fact, uh, the real score, I think, was Rammer won it by a point. Yeah, but anyway, I was leaving. I was leaving the place, and then someone, someone asked me to uh, said the referee was looking for me. I'm not going to name the referee, but so the referee was asking, was there, was I there, or, or were you there, or someone from the media that would be a, an independent arbiter? So I was in the car, I think. So I went back in reluctantly. The one had to do with this mess. I went back in, and I got, I got an awful eating off one of the Gales lads telling me that get out of there with something to do with you and he was actually right it was nothing to do with me but I said look I, the, the ref has asked me to, to come in here and I went in and uh, explained to the referee what, what I had but totally irrelevant as far as I remember that result actually stood anyway yeah I'm not don't sure think it was, I don't think it was ever changed it was an early enough round league game and uh, I don't think it ever was actually changed but yeah the, there'd I, be no I, love I, lost I thought the story was slightly different that that the the referee had it slightly wrong that 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 it was a draw, and then you started shouting at the referee. <laughs> hit him so much. He went, "No, that's it. That's not the wrong. I've got it differently." And and you tried to change it. Right? Yeah. This yeah. person told me that was that. No, yeah, it happened? must have been. It must have been. Yeah, it must have been the man. <laughs> okay, uh, Fimber Riley is heading back to. Um, well, he's 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 welcoming his home club to Michael Cully Park on Saturday evening at six thirty. Arva taking on Lacken. How do you see this one going, Arva? Taking a much needed um result last weekend. So can they can they make it two two results in a row? It's in Arva, right? Yeah. It's in Arva, yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be an interesting one because obviously you have David Wilson to come back into the team, but he did play a couple of the games already for Lacken. Um and played well against Rammer when I saw them. Uh Ray McGallion comes into the team as well. Push comes to shove, like Ray's probably gonna to have to play as a forward this year, I imagine. Um, but maybe not. Maybe maybe he plays and goals. But I would say he'd be best used up front uh, because they they have they're they're going to be blunt up front when Killian Gallagher goes in particular. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to go going to go for Arva to be honest to get the home win here. Lacken have been pretty close. Lacken have been playing with a lot of spirit as as is always the way, the way with Lacken. But um, 
Yeah, it's and, an almost away. Yeah, I, that's true. Last, last it, year, last year it was. Yeah, the year before it wasn't, but that was a total anomaly for Lacken because they would be regarded as a as a real honest, completely country yeah. team over the years. The year before that, no, they were they were a scandal. But um, I don't, I, I, I don't know how fit they are to me as I like whether it's injuries or what, but um. Even and, and I know that's sort of stupid because they've been finishing some of the games pretty well. Like in the push crush a lot close. Probably should have got something out of that game and went came from ten down against Rammer to get back to a point. But I, I yeah, I, I think I have a good draw last against. And then Holla, Johnny McCabe, Tristan Hoffman, all back into the side. I know they're probably still missing Conal Shorten. Well Johnny um, and Tristan played last week. Johnny and Tristan both played last week. Yeah. Yeah. And and look at the impetus that that added to the team, and then you throw in the energy bomb that is the Holla. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I I I think Arva win this game. I I'm with you on that one. But having said that, is so James Galligan is back. Like after whatever period of time he was missing for, it's going to take him a little bit of time to get up to speed. But given the ability that he has as a player, he's going to be an addition. Is going to strengthen that up. Lacking. Would have to be at full tilt, I think, to 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 be favourites in this game, and I don't think they're they're at full tilt really. Um, well, I don't. I I wouldn't rule them out. I wouldn't be one bit surprised if Lacken won the game. Like it is senior against against junior at the same time, and if you put Lacken into the junior championship, like they're going to go to the very latter stages of it, even still, um, based on what we saw last year in the championship, certainly. But and like remember, a lot of their big results last year came without Thomas Galligan as well. Yeah, because he got an injury early on in the championship, but I'm still going to go with Arva. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, no that's what I say. I, I, I think Arva will be favourites, but it's not a, it's not a ten to one shot or anything. No. It's, no. A, it's, it's a maybe fifty five forty five, sort of a split is how I, I'd, I'd see it at the moment. So, um, okay, that's all the games in the uh, Romar Energy All County Football League Division One this weekend into the Wilton Waste Recycling All County Football League Division Two. Uh, first fixture is tonight in um, Cornerfane. Coo Hollands are are heading down the road there. Two Hollands look like the forward line is 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 potent and causing problems. Scored freely against Drummalee, but this Cornerfane team, you talk about spirit and traditionally having spirit. There's definitely a lot of spirit in this Cornerfane team. Seen them against um, Drumlee, and they they done the unthinkable. They came from four down, eight points down, and came back to win the game. So, if there's one thing that that will prove other than the fact that it's not always true is that you have the huge spirit though to achieve that because it's so rare yeah but Cornerfane like we were big in the up last year and they did look to have their best team in, in a good while last year <clears throat> and they had a great league like they were, they were just touched off from promotion but then they collapsed in the championship they had a very poor championship so they've changed manager there was a bit of unrest about that I think as well some people yeah. wanted to change some people didn't want to change uh, so it's a big season for for Corner Fane. Goholins again, they're still inconsistent. They like scored one thirteen, two thirteen, three seventeen. But in the middle of that run, they were beaten by ten points by Lavi. I, I think that game was in Mulla as well. So, yeah, um, yeah I, they're just about beat Pelthorbert as well. So they're not exactly setting the world light either. But I'm, I'm going to give Goholins an odd, but um, they'll have Carolyn back as well, which would be huge. Like. 
So I'll give Kuhollins the nod, but you know, there is there's still that suspicion that, that about Kuhollins. I've been tipping them to win intermediate for years now. There people would still have that su- suspicion that they're a soft centre to them until they go and win that that intermediate. Um, which I don't think they have actually a soft centre to them, to be fair. I think they've they've been unfortunate. And with a, with a with a little bit of luck they could have got out of intermediate by now, but um you know they're they're a bit they're kind of in the same boat as Bally Hayes. To a slightly lesser extent, they haven't been in as many finals and they're not playing the upper end of division one, but they're they're still a team that has that's full of talent and uh has been knocking on the door at intermediate for, for probably too long at this stage. So the likes of these games, like I know it's low key enough, uh all county football league, round five, uh long way off championship yet. But th- these are all the little key milestones along the road for teams like Cullens. Like they've got to go down here and get a win now against Corner Fame, which won't be easy. It'd be a partisan home crowd and Corner Fame will be be uh, up for this game. But I'm going to give Cullens a nod. I'm going to give them the nod too because Cullens for me need to get promotion. Mm. I I think for the development of the the team, the age profile of the team. Division one is the only place that these guys should be, and they've got to get there. So their their needs should be absolutely huge here. Um, anything less in terms of ambition puts a, a ceiling on 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 how far this team can go. So, you know, I I I also think, in fairness, Connor Maguire is going to add a huge amount to them. In the in the in the coaching element of it, I think that that, that can't be underestimated how good Connor is yeah. and Finn Cahill. All you have to do is ever once in your life have been in Finn Cahill's company and know that you want to be in his company again. And I think that that can be a huge addition in terms of a manager. You 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 know his 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 enthusiasm and his sort of just likability factor will be a big help. So I think the Kuhollands will have a lot going for them this year. I think we'll see close to their best tune, if not their best tune in, in a few years, um, under this management team. And 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 in doing so, obviously there will be bumps in the road and they'll have to problem solve. But I I, I think this could be a good year for Kuhollands, but they have to go and achieve it. I, I nearly think promotion is is in a way as important as as the championship for them because just playing at a higher level even w- without your county players will bring up the standard for what is a big big club now so um yeah the worst thing that can happen or not the worst thing but one of the worst things that can happen for a, a club team or even a county team is to get stuck in this mindset that that you're a common team like the only I always say about Cork horrors traditionally they're like mushrooms this this they sprout up overnight Cork could be at a low ebb and at the bottom of the cycle but traditionally, they had so much belief and self-confidence and such high demands and expectations that they could get a team together in a few months and win in All-Ireland in the Hurling. And they did that repeatedly down through the generations. But you've other countries that are always coming and never get there. And you see it with clubs as well. So Cahollins now have got to break that cycle and go and get it done and then yeah. and set a new challenge. Yeah. Double vote for Cahollins so, but um, they, they, they'll have to fight for every inch with Corner Fane like this won't be a, a walk in the park this will be a close game um, Knockbride are hosting on Friday night uh, Templeport at 7 o'clock um, Templeport seem to be down an awful lot of bodies and uh, I'm not too sure that, that, that the camp is that happy internally um, that they're 
that the, that everything is going a hundred percent um within the group, but Knockbride, um, Knockbride, I I'm always always curious to watch the teams who go and play in those Ulster preseason competitions, and to see does it lead to a dip in performance? Does it lead to uh you know too long of a season in it, or does it? lead to a brilliant bit of momentum that can be carried through. Um for Knockbride, there's no doubt in the talent. Have they got the have they got the stomach to go and win this one? I, I I'm gonna fancy Knockbride on this one. I think they have. Yeah, they, they should do. Like I, I can't see why why Knockbride wouldn't wouldn't go and win this game. Like they, they definitely look to have a very strong panel and it's it's amazing to think that they're they're still in, in junior ranks. And they haven't played in the junior final yet in the, with this team, which is no. that's that's truly truly astonishing, really. Um, at home, I expect them to win this game. Like looking at some of their recent games, like there's one game there where they brought Shawnee Burns, Lorcan Riley, DJ Cassidy, and Michal Smith off the bench. Serious um, talent. Yeah, that's that's really four really good players. Like, um, at this level, um, including currently, well, you should but, be playing at a higher standard. Not being smart, but they're. A lot of clubs would love to have those four players that are that are intermediate and and a, and a few seniors. Oh, definitely, definitely. So there's there's that speaks to the quality that's there. So, um, yeah. Look, Temple Port were a team last year that just I was tipping Temple Port as dark horses for the intermediate. Did so much momentum behind them, and they had scoring forwards and the physical men up the middle. Like, was injuries and things like that have gone against them, and um. You know, I think Owen Martin got a broke his arm or something like that. So Owen's probably going to be out for a while. And uh, yeah, it's it's a long spin up from from Temple Court to Canning Centre as well. So I'm going to go for an upgrade. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead, and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Okay, Shercock are hosting uh, uh, Drummalee on Saturday evening at seven o'clock up in O'Hagan Park. Um, Drummalee were crushing defeat last weekend. The hands of Cuhollins. Um, Shercock with Killian Clark. They'll they'll pose a different challenge. I'm going to play the Kerry man here. Shercock for an easy win. I presume is what you're predicting. I go. I'm going to go with Shercock. There's not won't be much in that. Um... But I'm going to go with Shercock. Considering Drummerley had a had a heavy loss the last time, uh, Shercock have been struggling for numbers, and it's going to be they're definitely in transitional mode at the moment. They have they have lads coming, but it's going to take a while. But I'm going to go with Shercock for the home win. Yeah, I my heart is definitely leaning with Drummerley, but after last week, it's such a heavy defeat, and then. Their preparation was disrupted this week. I think they'd only have one session done in between the Cuhullins game and by the time they've played Shercock um, on Saturday evening. So I, I don't know how much they'd have been able to rectify and solve problems. Um, 
So I don't know. I, I, I after my previous statement, uh, but I'm not part of the panels and I'm not playing at the minute, so I can I can be a little bit impartial here. I I think it is a a Shercock home win, but obviously I hope I'm extremely wrong on this one. Uh, Lavi hosting Beltorbet. Lavi are just flying it here, aren't they? This is this is almost Lavi Championship form we're seeing. Yeah, it is, and scoring plenty and. Again, not conceding very much. Like, um, only not bright of a better defense in this division. They're only averaging just under ten points a game conceding. Uh, yeah. So, for me, I think uh, Lavi. I'd be reasonably confident with Lavi. There was a good kick in Baltorba last time. Was it last time we were beaten by a point there? Um, in one of the games. But I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Lavi to win this game at home. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. I think Beltorba will, 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 will cause plenty of problems for them. But I think Lavi, like, will Carl Duke go and take Enda Henry? You know, that, that will be one of the toughest tests Enda Henry will face in this division. Mm. They're actually, sorry, they actually beat Sherkirk last day. I knew they had a, they had a, a good result the last day. They drew a Trumbull the time before that. Narrow beat... loss to Cahollins. Or... Yeah, so, so like, the reports of their demise have probably been exaggerated too. Like that's not that's not bad form really. It's not terrible, considering people are saying Beltorbet are on their last legs and so on. But uh, I still think Lavi. Like, it would be a massive result and a massive upset. I think if Beltorbet went up to Lavi and beat them up there. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. Considering the current form Lavi are in. Um. Okay. Baileyborough hosting Drumlane a Saturday evening, seven o'clock. Um. Drumlane to get the win here. I think I'm going to go for. Yeah, again, like it's hard to get a handle on on Bailiver because wasn't didn't they go from a massive loss to a massive win? They lost four twelve to one eight against Killing Care. They lost by a goal uh, to Goodhill. Then Bally McHugh beat them three thirteen to five. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, no, it was Bally McHugh actually whose form. Yeah. Yeah, they went like from a loss, massive loss or a massive yeah. win to a massive loss was it? yeah then they were beaten by a point against Butler's Bridge Bailiwell. so yeah I, I'll go with Tremaine on, on the road here it won't be easy um, but I'll go with Tremaine yeah uh, two votes for Tremaine Butler's Bridge taking on Ballon McHugh in uh, Butler's Bridge in in this Emmett Park uh, that's a hard game to call too like neither team going particularly well Um. Bally McHugh, you know, hard to get a handle on them. They haven't kicked on Bally McHugh as the you would expect when they won that junior a few years ago. Like they look like a a team that might come on and become big contenders and intermediate. I think they might have made a semi final, um, and have been involved in a couple of good games like round four group games and quarterfinals and things like that. I mean, miles away, but yet they wouldn't be on your shortlist for an intermediate. They haven't come on, and at times they've found themselves in the relegation playoffs too. And I've spent a good bit of time in Division Three as well, so, um, yeah, I can't. I just can't have confidence really in Bally McHugh. The Bridge, I think, have probably a bit more quality, but down a lot of players too from that intermediate winning team. I know you. I know you have a soft spot for the Bridge, so you're going to go with the Bridge. But I'm, I'm going to, fo- <laughs> I'm going to follow you. <laughs> My boys, my boys, <laughs> Bridge are. Uh, I'm going, I'm going to go with them. Butler's Bridge. Clearly making consistent progress, I think, over the last few years. 
you could throw in that the senior championship didn't go to plan last year, but I think it was a big, big jump up. Um, and and with a very young team, Kahaledi, you'd imagine would be back in there, Quivin O'Reilly, but they've added in, um, young Dempsey in at full forward seems to be, Dara Dempsey seems to be causing problems for for opposition, um. And I think McEntee as well at centre-half forward seems to be adding to that forward line. They're almost a little bit like um, a little bit like Killigarry. They're like Killigarry light because they seem to be able to produce forwards. Like Jack Graham's back in this year. Obviously, the Fintan O'Reilly, um, you know, Peter Connerty. They've, they've, they've a lot of good forwards there. Have they enough strength in the back line? Can they, can they really snuff out teams in a man-for-man battle in the back line is, is the question over Butler's Bridge. But there's no doubt and there's, there's plenty of ability there. Um, Colin Dugdale, I think, is 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 he gone away for the year? Did I hear that right? Um, who would be a loss to to them in defence as well. So, um, But I, I still think they'll have enough just to get over the line against Ballon McHugh at the weekend. So I'm going to give Butler's Bridge the nod here as well. Uh, final game then in Division 2 is Killing care hosting Coot Hill. How do you see it going? Both teams on a good run of form here. Yeah, interesting one. Yeah, I always seem to find myself tipping against Killing Care for some reason, but you just don't like them. Like it's a bit of calf. <laughs> well, I don't like you, and you're you're synonymous <laughs> with Killing Care. Uh, yeah, like three wins in a row for Killing Care, four wins in a row for Coot Hill. So this is a this is a big game. Hmm. Killing care at home as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tricky one to call this. I'm going to let you call it first. I'm going to make it easy on you. <clears throat> okay, I'll go with Hill. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to go with Hill. Oh, you're going I, with Hill. Okay. I'm going with Hill. I, I think that if Killing Care have a vulnerability, it's at the back. And I think if Hill have a, have a strong point, it's in how they attack. They're scoring so highly at the moment. I'm not sure what it is, but I'm thinking of a few few high scores. Like, uh, yeah, Killing Care have scored two points less than than Hill at this point, but their concession is ten points more. So, um, they've both played. Yeah, both played four games. So I I I just think that Hill's attack might just trump the. The Killing Care defense. Um, now, Killing Care's attack is is definitely getting better. They're not as solely reliant on Emmett Fitzsimmons as they were last year. Peter McCabe is back and getting better. Keen McGovern is a year older and, and, and improving. And Conal Mooney is definitely adding something to them as well in, in that attack. Kieran Flynn has had a big impact um, since since rejoining the team there. Um, after the first game, I think it was he he didn't play. So there's there's a bit about this killing care attack, but I just listen. I I know I've whatever six six clubs that I like, but there's very few players I like as much as I like Sexton. You know, <laughs> there's something special about that guy, and I I think I'm going to back him to to be the difference between the sides. And of course, he's coming up against. <clears throat> although I don't know actually, is there any of the Sextons? His cousins playing. Up in Killing Care, but he would have relations from up around Killing Care there. So, um, yeah, no, but I'm, I'm going to go with Coot Hill to get the win here. Yeah, is it just my worry about Killing Care is that they're inconsistent. Like, like in the four games they've conceded two fourteen and three ten, and then they've also conceded one eight and ten points. So you just don't mm. tend to know what you're going to get with Killing Care. But there's no doubt in that their ability. But, uh, 
No, I'm gonna I'm gonna oppose you. I think they do have potential to win the game, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go kill a care for the for the hell of it. Good man, Paul. Jesus, that'll that'll go down well up in killing care. They mightn't just boo you next time you come into the Jim Smith Park. Um with any luck for you. Okay, on to the kite power tech all county football league division three this weekend's fixtures starting on Friday night, Kill hosting Mahara. Um Definitely boosted by Daniel Luby. Ryan Tobin will be back this weekend, I'm told. Um, this will be the strongest Mahara team that has been out in, I don't know how long, but in a very, very long time. They were very close to picking up wins so far. Um, and then, of course, Kill were beaten. Was there a surprise win? Was that Corla? Corla beat Kill, yeah. Mm. I, I this if this is going to be the year where Mahara get a, get a few wins or get a, a win, uh, it's going to happen early in the season. You'd imagine. Yeah. I think if if they were to take a load of demoralising defeats, the interest might wane off, and uh, other teams will be getting through, towards championship mode as well. And and it, you know the air will just get that bit thinner. So this is just if this game was at home, you'd be looking at it going if Cora can beat them, Mahara mm-hmm. Mahara be hoping and say look they're not that they're not that hectic this kill team we could beat them but like. It's interesting that their score difference is minus sixteen, uh, Mahers, yeah. which is over five points per game. Yeah, like and without being being insulting, like normally they would they would be well to double figures average per game. So it's based on that they still they still seem to have improved. But I think when when the day comes that Mahara are going to win the game, they're going to need to be ten points better to win the game because it's going to be so hard to get over that psychological hurdle of winning the game. It's going to be like, um. Like a like Cavan maybe at one stage trying to trying to beat one of the top teams like it's mentally it's hard to do when you've been sort of oppressed for a long time so um yeah someone should have made a documentary or something about Maher because you've been saying that for years yeah I should have done it yeah maybe <laughs> it's a man, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the for to the year I know they're definitely going to win a game because that is going to be the high fight but uh, no I, I still have you have to tip kill though yeah do you. You go. You thinking about Mahara? I'm actually, yeah, I am. I'm genuinely thinking about about tipping Mahara here. Um, I, 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 I think your point about an early season win is is huge. I think that that's going to be the time when when they get this win. Um, you're right though. If 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 it was in Mahara, I I would tip Mahara. If it was up in Mahara, I I would tip Mahara to win this game. I. I can't. Can I? Can I actually tip Mahara to win it and kill? I don't know. I've, I'm torn on this one. I genuinely am. I. I. I go on. I, go on. I'm giving Mahara a huge chance here. Um, and I, and it's one of those ones that could come back and bite me in the ass really bad. If you're offered three, if you're offered three to one on Mahara, would you take it? Definitely. Definitely. Would I'll give it. you. I'll give you three to one on a tenner. Okay, then I'll have that with you and. Uh, and I'll tip kill <laughs> so I can win on both sides. <laughs> but like, Munch Connacht only beat them by by five points, six points, five points. Like there's there's no there's nobody can argue. Munch Connacht only beat them by five points. I say I say carry your shit in themselves. No, but but the point being, Munch Connacht in the last few years would beat them by twenty points. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, only you know, Yeah, there's no right. doubt they're making progress here. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. No, I look at. I spit it out. Who are you tipping? I don't know. I, I it's hard to talk. <laughs> you're right. You go. 
Okay, I'll go with Mahara. I'll, I'll, go I'll, with Mahara. I'm, I'm afraid that by going with Mahara that it's going to lessen their chance if I'm being David, honest. If for the first time in this podcast, in, in nearly eight years of this podcast, this is the first time anyone has ever tipped Mahara to win a game. If that is the game they win, you can retire. Your crown is secure for life as the king of the, of the predictions. I'll tell you what, I'll even add a carrot to it. I I I'll I'll buy thirty euro worth of Mahara lottery tickets with your thirty euro <laughs> if they win. So I will. Um, yeah, look at I I'm, I'm going to tip them. I'm going to tip them. I I I hope it doesn't add to the pressure on them too much. But I think it's coming. I th- I really think it's coming. So hopefully so. Okay. Uh, not not that I've anything against Kill. I want to clarify that, but I I I just like an underdog. Red Hills are hosting Kildallan. Sunday, Saturday at seven o'clock. Red Hills for the home win here. What do you reckon? Red Hills. No, Ryan O'Neill will be back, won't he? He should be back. Yeah, but Kildallan on current form, they're bottom of the bottom division, and they've only scored sixteen points in three games, like cumulatively, and they've conceded fifty-two there. So they're taking heavy, heavy losses. They've only played the three. They're they're in trouble at the minute, Kildallan. So Red Hills, Red Hills for the win, surely. Yeah, it is definitely. Here's here's a quick one for you. If this wasn't a, a weekend that the county players were available and it's Mahara against Kildallan, who do you tap at the minute? Well, are you giving me three to one? Uh, yeah, look, Kildallan, are, Kildallan must be very poor at the minute because they've played Swanambar, Mernugent and Kilishandra and uh, you know they're they're not exactly world beaters with all due respect. Kilshander are a bit of a low ebb at the minute, and uh, Swad have, have generally not been doing great in the last couple of years either. So it's not like they've played the top teams; like they haven't played Den or Jungoon or anyone like that. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, Kildare, I I would say if that game was a matter, probably tip matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that 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 probably is just a measure of. Just it's not going well now. Ryan O'Neill will add a huge amount to Kildallan, um, and and he you'd imagine will be playing this weekend, um, unless it was an injury or something that kept him from getting game time last weekend with Cavan, which came as a big surprise to a lot of people. A lot of people, yeah, I've heard a lot, a lot of people talking about that as well because I think he featured at one stage or another in all seven league games, as far as I, as far as I know, I know, yeah. Yeah, so um, he, he could be out with a point to prove and Red Hills will have their hands full trying to uh, curtail Ryan O'Neill at his best. Um, okay, Drung hosting Den, who are just absolutely flying it here in this division. They, they, they're looking like a team a cut above the rest. Can Drung uh, or, or stop their momentum? Uh, Drung, Drung are, are pretty experienced at this stage. They've been around the block for a while, like played in the Junior Championship final. They have three wins. So far as well, to be fair to them. Um they've beaten Shannon Gales, they've beaten Corda just about, and they've beaten Mahara just about, and then they were beaten by a point by Jim Green. So they haven't been blowing anyone away, but they're they've they've been in a lot of tight games. But I think then no, then are free scoring at the minute. They're averaging over twenty points a game in this division and I'd expect them it's it, they, they won't get anything easy in Bono, but I, I'm, you'd have to go with Dan in all known form. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, Muncher Connacht hosting Drumgoon up in Muncher Connacht. Drumgoon, obviously with Connor Mina, as you mentioned. 
Um, a, a narrow win last weekend for them. Um, should have enough to continue on winning ways. Yeah, once you kind of again, they've been up and down. Like beat Maher by by five points. Big win against Corda before that. Um, lost at home to kill. Like their home form hasn't been good in the last couple of years either. It's not exactly a fortress there in right field. So, uh, I would I'm gonna go with Trungoon, um, to continue their winning run. Me too. Uh, I I think they'll. I think Connor Miner could be just the the difference on this one. A few long range efforts. Um, outside of the right boot. Shannon Gales taking on Corla in Shannon Gales local derby here. Um, Jason McLaughlin back. Quivy McGovern. Nevin O'Donnell should be playing. Yeah, should be playing as well. So, you'd imagine Shannon Gales will have have too much for Corla. I go, yeah, I go with Shannon Gales. I wouldn't be completely dismissive of Corda, um, considering they're coming off a win and you know they definitely kept their hills on us in the first game, mm-hmm. lost by a point to Drung, uh, beat Kill. So Corda seemed to have kicked on another little bit since last year, and like, you know, last year they picked up three or four wins, I think, maybe four, maybe four or five wins over the whole season last year, um, which was which was a big improvement on what on what we had seen from Corda in the previous years, like even before the amalgamation. Uh, yeah, I still I still have to go with Shannon Gales though. It's a local derby that's going to be interesting. It's in Black Line, isn't it? Yeah, in Black yeah, Line. That would that that would probably just tilt it. Yeah, I think I think as well. Just Shannon Gales have proven time and time again when they have everybody available, they they're a very very good side. Um, and I think there's players like Jason McLaughlin and 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 Quivy McGovern that are special at, at the top of their game and Neville O'Donnell obviously who are county level players um, I don't know do Corla have anybody that's a county level player at this point um, so it's I think that for that reason that, that extra bit of quality should get them over the line but again they won't have it easy they'll have to fight for, for ball to, to show that maybe the difference in the in the talent or the ability to skill level maybe is the word I'm looking for so uh, Swan and Bar hosting Kilishandra, um, seven o'clock final game of the weekend, seven o'clock on Saturday evening. Swad for me to pick up, pick up the win there. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, the Saturday evening games. Um, again, I always look to Swad and say, right, is Chris Curran going to be available for them? Because I know he still adds an awful lot to them. But I think Breffney McKernan seems to be going fairly well for them. Um. I th- I think I heard somebody talking about it, so I think Swad should have enough to get over line, but it won't be easy. This would be a close game too for me. Um, won't be a lot between the sides. Maybe a- I haven't seen Swad and Bar playing in the last while, and just keeping a, t- a loose eye on their on their match reports. Um, Jared Klein seems to be their main scorer getter up there at the minute, but uh, yeah, it's just it's just Kilishandra are on such a low ebb at the minute. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And and don't seem to have a lot coming through, Kilishandra. Don't seem to have a huge amount that on the raise that, that is going to change the fortunes immediately. And sometimes that can be as uh, as detrimental as players coming to the end of a career as it is to have nobody coming through to replace them. So the combination is is, is gonna be difficult for Kilishandra. So okay, that's all the predictions, Paul. We have uh if you haven't already heard, we look back on the 
Kevin, our my game from the weekend gone by over on the Die Hard service. That's on patreon.com forward slash we are Kevin. We'll be looking back on the Kevin Horler's win over Monaghan and ahead to their match this coming Saturday. It's Saturday at one o'clock, isn't it? Um, in Kingspan Breffney. Uh, we'll also be looking back and forward to the Cavan Miners or at the Cavan Miners. They had a big win over Antrim and take on Armagh this Saturday at one o'clock in the Athletic Grounds. The Cavan Ladies are taking on Donegal in the Ulster Senior Championship on Sunday in Kingspan Breffney. So loads of stuff over on the Die Hard service that's on patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan. We'll also get through a couple of the um, messages sent in by our um, by our diehard listeners um, because there was quite a few comments came in after the, the last podcast looking back on the Cavan Armagh game so we'll be going through those to to uh, discuss further the, the post-mortem continues Paul take it easy thanks a million thanks Demo